bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Wait, this isn't a bonus episode. This is just deep dive. Deep dive episode. There it is. Deep dive episode. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a little bit of coffee. Yeah. Welcome to a Rebels Rebels deep dive episode. Uh, we have gotten some awesome five star reviews in. Yep. And remember, if you leave us a five star review, we will read it here on these deep dive episodes. Peter, why don't you read us a review for this week? Hey, Metal Bro, what's up? Thanks for leaving us a review. So this is from Metal Bro. Oh, perfect. Great background. He said, I don't know what's better, the deep Star Wars knowledge or the sharp humor. Thanks, Metal Bro. Thanks, Metal Bro. I don't know what's better either. Both of them are great. Yeah. Metal Bro, let's jam someday. Yep. So thank you for leaving that review. We will make sure to read them out. We have a couple more we will read when we get back. And I am stoked. All right, Peter, you ready to jump into this? I am. You ready, Mike? Yeah. Time for another deep dive into the Jedi Archive. So let's sift through the sacred text, burn the tree, and stretch out with our feelings. Nice. So this week, I am spotlighting CT-7567, more commonly known as Rex. Nice. So Commander Rex is a clone of the bounty hunter Jango Fett, if you didn't remember. Created and trained on Kamino. So Rex served in the Grand Army of the Republic and participated in battles such as the Battle of Geonosis, which he relates to Ezra. Uh, he um, was assigned to the... Wait, how so? Remind me. I don't know. He just tells him. <laughs> when you said relates to Ezra, that's like just a fancy it. way of saying tells him. Yeah. That's okay, it. perfect. Sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah. So he was assigned during the Clone Wars to General Anakin Skywalker as his first in command and was given the command of Torrent Company of the 501st Legion. Mm. That famous, that famous 501st. Mm-hmm. He also worked alongside other notable commanders like Commander Cody, the only other commander I can name. Um, <laughs> at some unknown point before, I believe it's the Battleful, Battle of Christophosis or something like this. Christophosis. Yeah, there it is. I think you uh, were pretty much there. Uh, Rex was given the honor of Jag Eyes on his helmet. Or is it Jag Eyes? Oh, and I so, didn't realize that's... we have. So Jag Eyes are not only the the handle of one of our favorite. Yeah. That's what I just made that connection. Yeah. Um, one of our favorite podcasts, the Wookiee gunner. Yeah. That's her. Jonah Marie Masias. But Jay guys are a Mandalorian sigil known formerly in Mandoa as Jay Galar La Sur High C. Just abbreviated (laughs) Jay guys. A name which translates in basic to Shriek Hawkeyes. So this sigil is a mark of honor that select Mandalorian clan chieftains elected to bestow on warriors in recognition of their bravery. So they often are painted in blue on the soldier's helmet as is seen on Rex's helmet. He has Mm. these kind of blue eyes. So that's a, it's a, 
it's a kind of an honor and recognition of his bravery during battle. Cool. So during the Clone Wars, Rex became aware of kind of the insidious plans of Emperor Palpatine. I'm not going to get into it much, mm -hmm. but he had that inhibitor chip. And thanks to one of his friends, fellow Clone Fives, was uh, able to remove this chip, which allowed him and his longtime friend Ahsoka Tanu to escape during Order 66 um, at the Siege of Mandalore. At this point, and I won't get into it much, Maul had taken over Mandalore with the help of Death Watch and his Shadow Collective. Mm. We're hoping to see a lot more of this in the new Clone Wars episodes, which have not come out yet and were just recently announced. I just had a thought. Sure. So I assumed when I heard Siege of Mandalore, it was a siege of the Separatists sieging Mandalore. What if it's Maul and like an army of Death Watch or like an army of like, I just assumed it would be the Republic against the Separatists. But what if it's like Maul has an army at this point and then that's who they're fighting against? Yeah. I, it's just complete speculation. I feel like I almost thought really it was cool. a hybrid of those two. Maybe. Kind of everything going on at once. There's a lot going on on Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so we know that Rex and a battalion of clones on Mandalore captured Maul, but I have yet to see this actually play out all these details. And so during the height of the battle, Chancellor Palpatine issued Order 66, uh, resulting in pew, pew, pew. on the <laughs> and uh, this allowed Maul to escape. Eventually, Tano and Rex escaped and managed to fake their deaths, as you mentioned in a previous deep dive, mm -hmm. before leaving the planet to live in exile. So this brings us to modern day Rebels Rex, who we've met on in season two of Rebels, along with Gregor and Wolf. Mm -hmm. They live on what I've dubbed Cal, Howl's Moving ATT. <laughs> um, so this is, I'm not going to get into any of the Clone Wars era Rex. He's in a ton of episodes. He is a, a trusted commander, good friends with Ahsoka Tano. Um, and is one of the few clone troopers to remove his inhibitor chip. Mm -hmm. So he is not under the influence of Palpatine and Order 66. Um, after the Rebel series, I'm not going to talk about him any further in Rebels, but after Rebels, he was promoted to the rank of commander and fought in the climactic Battle of Endor. We know that as fact. Yep. Sabine Wren even says this. Um, it is likely, though unconfirmed, though highly likely, that Rex is the white-bearded old man that we see in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. it's And even Filoni is very insistent upon. That's probably him. Yeah, I, want, I forgot if they did an official announcement that it was him or not. Um, Has it been confirmed? Or, I don't remember, but... They, I think... conf they confirmed he's at the Battle of Endor, okay. and Filoni said, who else is that? It's Rex. He said, he even uh, was like, like I'm getting a little power hungry. He's like, I'm turning into Palpatine, <laughs> but I'm going to say that's Rex. So I think Filoni has said it, but it's like fairly unofficial. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he might've just gone rogue. Yeah. That's a tight. little bit. Um, Rex is voiced by the famous D Bradley Baker, mm -hmm. who not only voices Rex, but he voices Gregor and Wolf and pretty much all of the clone troopers. I'm often asked to my favorite names and I can't name just one. I really love Rex. Now, Rex is more straight ahead, and he, he listens carefully. He's generally just a very good soldier. 
To make the clones sound utterly distinct is a real priority with this series. All platoons have reported in, General. Dogma is going to be more clipped, and he's more of a rule follower. We're running out of time, and this is the best option. Tup is more of a newbie, he's gonna be younger. His cadence and style is just a little quicker, a little younger. We're completely exposed! Cody's going to have a little more authority, a little, a little more gravity to him because he is a commander. You both really stepped up in the heat of battle. Yeah, which I recently thought about when they just got reintroduced to Rebels. That is so impressive. Yeah. Because I feel like every clone trooper we see through the entire series has a distinct personality. It's kind of shocking that that's all one person. Well, this is kind of his thing, uh, Baker's thing. He's also Epiphan Bidger and multiple clone, clone Wars roles. And one of the, my favorite being Bosk. But he has <laughs> over 1,500 character credits. Jeez. In his career currently. Uh, he's a, a prolific voice actor. He's done so many things. He's done a ton of work on shows I love like Legend of Korra, mm -hmm. uh, Phineas and Ferb, Adventure Time, stuff like this. So he's all over the place. Yeah. And you know what's interesting to me about it too? And I know maybe I should have like understood this, but when you hear them talk, I just, I just listened to that panel from Comic-Con. The guy who, for example, the person who does Ahsoka's voice or Anakin's voice just basically sounds like Ahsoka or Anakin. Yeah. Lee Bradley Baker sounds nothing like the clone troopers. No. He has like a high pitched kind of nasally voice. Yeah. And he just doesn't have any sort of accent, but it just, he slips into that so well. I yeah. would have never imagined. He does so many, yeah. so many voices. It's good on him. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's our, that's our Rex. Sick. That is our Rex. Mm -hmm. Thanks Mike. Sure. Hey, Mike, I have a music question for you real quick. All right. Have you heard the remix of 2010's chart-topping hit by Adele? Yes. It's called Rolling in the Deep Dives. I get it. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Oh, wow. Um, so you said you're not going to get into this very much when you did yours, but guess what? I am going to get into it very much, probably too much. All right. We are talking about clone troopers in general and their control chips. Oh, interesting. So last season in a deep dive, we already talked about what happened after Order 66, and we touched on Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas' role in it and the plot from the Sith to create a clone army. So I'll try not to review that too much. Um, but speaking about clone troopers in general, they were a highly trained fighting force that were cloned from the DNA of Jango Fett to fight for the Republic against the Separatists. For three years, they fought under the command of Jedi generals, but ultimately proved to be the downfall of the Jedi as they were actually secret weapons of the Sith all along. Ooh. Toward the end of the Clone Wars, the Sith's plot to turn the clones against their Jedi allies was almost discovered. ARC Trooper CT5555, known as Fives, saw another trooper who was his friend, Tups, prematurely execute Order 66 and turn on one of his Jedi commanders. When confronted, Tups had no recollection of anything happening, but he continued to act strangely and lashed out at other Jedi. 
Um, so they decided that they should send him to Camino for further study to figure out what the source of his erratic behavior was. When he was on his way, though, separatists tried to intercept him before he can be examined. But fives, that made five suspicious, and he decided to go along with him to Camino. And he kind of started investigating the shady behavior. He noticed that the Caminoans were act were also acting a little weird and so he didn't trust them um and he did a risky brain scan on his friend which ultimately ended up leading to his death along with some other injuries he got from the separatist attack but he uncovered the truth of this biological chip that was implanted in his head um nala say who was the lead camo caminoian sure caminoian cloner there it is (laughs) she insisted that the chip was designed to curb aggression among clones but fives argued that just be the just the fact that there's a chip in their head that they didn't know about was reason for suspicion that's fair his words convinced shock t and she um allowed fives to be sent to coruscant for further tests and to plead his case to the supreme chancellor Little did he know, though, that confronting Palpatine was probably a bad idea. So he brought his case to Palpatine. Palpatine excused everyone from the room and then attacked him. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's, that's how you roll. Um, in the aftermath, Shakti stopped it, but Sheev was able to twist the truth and accused Fives of attempting to assassinate the Chancellor. Mm. So he went on the run and was able to come in contact with Anakin. Wait, who was on the run? Fives was on the run. Fives <laughs> on the run. And then everybody else. Nice. Thanks. Um, while he was on the run, he was able to meet up with Anakin and Rex to try to plead his case and let the truth of the control chips be out there. But he was suffering from a couple things. Yeah. He was attacked by Palpatine. He was also drugged by the Caminoans at one point. Yeah. And then also um, just extreme stress. And he did ad hoc surgery to remove his chip. Yeah. So he was a little messed up. And he, while pleading his case, he got erratic. He wasn't making a lot of sense. No. And so he wasn't very convincing yeah. to Anakin specifically the conflict escalated and one of another trooper ended up shooting him and killing him. You have gone too far, Fives. The Chancellor is incapable of what you claim. He is! I swear to you, General, you have no idea. Stand down, soldier! Stand down! Get on your knees! No, stand up! Stay back! Don't do it! Don't do it, soldier! Get away from me! So sad. That was a sad episode. Yeah, it was. I mean, he didn't look good, though. It wasn't a good look for him. No. Do you see Palpatine in the room with us right now, Fives? <laughs> no, I swear, he attacked me. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that's a really good arc. I really like it. Yeah. Um, But even though he... So he did end up exposing the fact that there were these control chips, but Order 66 mostly went off without a hitch. Yeah. He wasn't convincing. There was like three, two? How many people didn't have chips in their head? Rex, Fives, who else? So I think they say a couple people were able to resist the programming, but we do know that a few of his clone brothers ended up believing him. Hmm. So Rex, Wolf, and Gregor all removed their chips and were able to not obey Order 66 because of it. Yeah. 
Um, during the age of the Galactic Empire, the clones were first transitioned into the first wave of stormtroopers. Um, the clones were tasked with securing agent Jedi sites. They joined the planetary police force of Coruscant and they became advisors and trainers in the military. Eventually all the clones were phased out in favor of birth born humans, which is an interesting phrase that I like. Um, and by four BBY, most clones had been decommissioned and were regarded as obsolete. Yeah. Um, the clones, though, were remembered by those who remembered them as great soldiers. An example of this is Commandant Brendel Hux, oh, who is yep. Hux's dad. Yeah. He trained stormtroopers for the First Order from birth, and he regarded stormtroopers as subpar soldiers in comparison to clone troopers. I agree. Yeah. There's a couple references, too, um, where... I think a lot of people regard stormtroopers as bad rip knockoffs of clone trolled yeah. troopers. Clone training was extremely grueling and not all were permitted to join the combat ranks. Oh, some had to just be custodians. Yep. The clones that failed to complete their training were not allowed to become soldiers. Instead were given janitorial duties yeah. and menial work. Wow. I didn't know you were even going to go there. Yeah. I, know. I just remember the episode with a hunchback of clone trooper. <laughs> city yeah that was a weird one yeah um one theory is and this was brought up in the series is that dropouts and people like that were became more common as the clone wars went on because the original dna sample from Django fett was becoming damaged and stretched too thin and they couldn't get another viable sample because his head was chopped off by mace windu yeah the clones were bred to age rapidly so that they could join battle shortly after they were born. And as such, any remaining clones around the time of the Galactic Civil War appeared elderly, but were still formidable fighters. By the time of the Galactic Empire, though, clone troopers and the Grand Army of Republic were virtually forgotten, becoming what some called a lost generation. Despite their valiant service... By the war's end, clones had saved billions of lives across the galaxy, but were largely forgotten. Wow. That lost generation. Yeah. Do you think that's the uh, lost generation that Gertrude Stein was talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, Gertrude Stein, noted EU author of YA Star Wars books. <laughs> yeah. The lost generation. <laughs> yep. So, we'll see more wrecks going on. Maybe there'll be some more stuff coming out that we will be able to deep dive in but that is what i got for now well thanks peter that was interesting thank you <laughs> thank you no thank you <laughs> no thank you and thank you for checking out us on instagram and twitter at rebels rebels pod we appreciate that a ton please share the show we're starting to take off we're going to the stars because of you thank you very much and remember until next time, be brave out there. Don't look back. Don't look back. See ya. I'm channeling my inner metal, bro. Nice. Thanks for the review. Bye. Bye. Bing.